Hello, and welcome to Meditating the Word. Whether you're just joining us or if you've been here since day one, I'm so glad you're here. We're reading the entire Bible this year, following the blueletterbible.com reading plan. If you'd like to download a copy, you'll find a link in the notes. I'm reading from the World English Bible, but you can follow along in your favorite translation. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, go ahead and click subscribe now. That way, you won't miss any episodes. This is Day 84. Today, we're reading Joshua 9 through 11. The Book of Joshua, chapters 9 through 11. When all the kings who were beyond the Jordan, in the hill country, and in the lowland, and on all the shore of the great sea in front of Lebanon, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite heard of it, they gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua and with Israel with one accord. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and to Ai, they also resorted to Erus, and went and made as if they had been ambassadors, and took old sacks on their donkeys, and old, torn-up and bound-up wineskins, and old and patched sandals on their feet, and wore old garments. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. They went to Joshua at the camp of Gilgal, and said to him, and to the men of Israel, We have come from a far country. Now, therefore, make a covenant with us. The men of Israel said to the Hivites, What if you live among us? How could we make a covenant with you? They said to Joshua, We are your servants. Joshua said to them, Who are you? Where do you come from? They said to him, Your servants have come from a very far country because of the name of the Lord your God, for we have heard of his fame, all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon king of Heshbon, and to Og king of Bashan, who was at Ashtaroth. Our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spoke to us, saying, Take supplies in your hand for the journey, and go to meet them. Tell them, We are your servants. Now make a covenant with us. This, our bread, we took hot for our supplies out of our houses on the day we went out to go to you. But now, behold, it is dry and has become moldy. These wineskins which we filled were new, and behold, they are torn. These, our garments and our sandals, have become old because of the very long journey. The men sampled their provisions and didn't ask counsel from the Lord's mouth. Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. The princes of the congregation swore to them. At the end of three days, after they had made a covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors and that they lived among them. 
the children of Israel traveled and came to their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Shephira, Beeroth, and Kiriath-Jerim. The children of Israel didn't strike them because the princes of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. All the congregation murmured against the princes, but all the princes said to all the congregation, We have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. Now, therefore, we may not touch them. We will do this to them and let them live, lest wrath be on us because of the oath which we swore to them. The princes said to them, Let them live. So they became woodcutters and drawers of water for all the congregation, as the princes had spoken to them. Joshua called for them, and he spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us, saying we are very far from you, when you live among us? Now therefore you are cursed, and some of you will never fail to be slaves, both woodcutters and drawers of water for the house of my God. They answered Joshua and said, Because your servants were certainly told how the Lord your God commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Therefore, we were very afraid for our lives because of you and have done this thing. Now behold, we are in your hand. Do to us as it seems good and right to you to do. He did so to them and delivered them out of the hand of the children of Israel, so that they didn't kill them. That day Joshua made them woodcutters and drawers of water for the congregation and for the Lord's altar to this day in the place which he should choose. Now when Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard how Joshua had taken Ai and had utterly destroyed it as he had done to Jericho, and her king, so he had done to Ai and her king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were among them, they were very afraid, because Gibeon was a great city, as one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all its men were mighty. Therefore, Adonizedek, son of Jerusalem, sent to Hohem, king of Hebron, Piram, king of Jarmuth, Zaphia, king of Lachish, and Debir, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me. Let's strike Gibeon, for they have made peace with Joshua and with the children of Israel. Therefore, the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon, gathered themselves together and went up, they and all their armies, and encamped against Gibeon and made war against it. The men of Gibeon went to Joshua at the camp of Gilgal, saying, Don't abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us, for all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the hill country have gathered together against us. So Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and the whole army with him, including all the mighty men of valor. The Lord said to Joshua, Don't fear them, 
for I have delivered them into your hands. Not a man of them will stand before you. Joshua, therefore, came to them suddenly. He marched from Gilgal all night. The Lord confused them before Israel. He killed them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them by the way of the ascent of Beth Horon and struck them to Azekah and to Mekedah. As they fled from before Israel, while they were at the descent of Beth Horon, the Lord hurled down great stones from the sky on them to Azekah, and they died. There were more who died from the hailstones than from those whom the children of Israel killed with a sword. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. He said in the sight of Israel, Sun, stand still on Gibeon. You, moon, stop in the valley of Aijalon. The sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the nation had avenged themselves of their enemies. Isn't this written in the book of Jashar? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and didn't hurry to go down about a whole day. There was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord listened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Joshua returned with all Israel with him to the camp at Gilgal. These five kings fled and hid themselves in the cave at Mekedah. Joshua was told, saying, The five kings have been found, hidden in the cave at Mekedah. Joshua said, Roll large stones to cover the cave's entrance, and set men by it to guard them. But don't stay there. Pursue your enemies and attack them from the rear. Don't allow them to enter into their cities, for the Lord your God has delivered them into your hand. When Joshua and the children of Israel had finished killing them with a very great slaughter until they were consumed, and the remnant which remained of them had entered into the fortified cities, all the people returned to the camp to Joshua at Makedah in peace. None moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel. Then Joshua said, Open the cave entrance and bring those five kings out of the cave to me. They did so, and brought those five kings out of the cave to him. The king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. When they brought those kings out to Joshua, Joshua called for all the men of Israel and said to the chiefs of the men of war who went with him, Come near, put your feet on the necks of these kings. They came near and put their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Don't be afraid, nor be dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all your enemies against whom you fight. Afterward, Joshua struck them, put them to death, and hanged them on five trees. They were hanging on the trees until the evening. At the time of the going down of the sun, Joshua commanded, and they took them down off the trees and threw them into the cave in which they had hidden themselves, and laid great stones on the mouth of the cave, 
which remain to this very day. Joshua took Mekedah on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword with its king. He utterly destroyed it and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining. He did to the king of Mekedah as he had done to the king of Jericho. Joshua passed from Mekedah and all Israel with him to Libna and fought against Libna. The Lord delivered it also with its king into the hand of Israel. He struck it with the edge of the sword and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining in it. He did to its king as he had done to the king of Jericho. Joshua passed from Libna and all Israel with him to Lachish and encamped against it and fought against it. The Lord delivered Lachish into the hand of Israel. He took it on the second day and struck it with the edge of the sword, with all the souls who were in it, according to all that he had done to Libna. Then Horam, king of Gezer, came up to help Lachish, and Joshua struck him and his people until he had left him no one remaining. Joshua passed from Lachish and all Israel with him to Eglon, and they encamped against it and fought against it. They took it on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword. He utterly destroyed all the souls who were in it that day, according to all that he had done to Lachish. Joshua went up from Eglon and all Israel with him to Hebron, and they fought against it. They took it and struck it with the edge of the sword, with its king and all its cities, and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining, according to all that he had done to Eglon. But he utterly destroyed it, and all the souls who were in it. Joshua returned, and all Israel with him, to Debir, and fought against it. He took it, with its king and all its cities. They struck them with the edge of the sword, and utterly destroyed all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining, as he had done to Hebron, so he did to Debir, and to its king, as he had also done to Libna, and to its king. So Joshua struck all the land, the hill country, the south, the lowland, the slopes, and all their kings. He left no one remaining, but he utterly destroyed all that breathed, as the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded. Joshua struck them from Kadesh Barnea, even to Gaza, and all the country of Goshen, even to Gibeon. Joshua took all these kings and their land at one time, because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Joshua returned, and all Israel with him, to the camp at Gilgal. When Jabin, king of Hazor, heard of it, he sent to Jobab, king of Madon, to the king of Shimron, to the king of Akshaph, and to the kings who were on the north in the hill country, in the Arabah, south of Chinneroth, in the lowland and in the heights of Dor on the west, to the Canaanite on the east and on the west, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Jebusite in the hill country, and the Hivite 
under Hermon in the land of Mizpah. They went out, they and all their armies with them, many people, even as the sand that is on the seashore in multitude, with very many horses and chariots. All these kings met together, and they came and encamped together at the waters of Mimram to fight with Israel. The Lord said to Joshua, Don't be afraid because of them, for tomorrow, at this time, I will deliver them up all slain before Israel. You shall hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Joshua came suddenly with all the warriors against them by the waters of Mimram and attacked them. The Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel, and they struck them and chased them to the great Sidon, to Misrephah Ma'im, and to the valley of Mizpah eastward. They struck them until they left them no one remaining. Joshua did to them as the Lord told him. He hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots with fire. Joshua turned back at that time and took Hazor and struck its king with a sword. For Hazor used to be the head of all those kingdoms. They struck all the souls who were in it with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying them. There was no one left who breathed. He burned Hazor with fire. Joshua captured all the cities of those kings with their kings, and he struck them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed them, as Moses the servant of the Lord commanded. But as for the cities that stood on their mounds, Israel burned none of them, except Hazor only. Joshua burned that. The children of Israel took all the plunder of these cities with the livestock as plunder for themselves, but every man they struck with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them. They didn't leave any who breathed. As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua. Joshua did so. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. So Joshua captured all that land, the hill country, all the south, all the land of Goshen, the lowland, the Arabah, the hill country of Israel, and the lowland of the same. From Mount Halak that goes up to Seir, even to Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon under Mount Hermon. He took all their kings, struck them, and put them to death. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel, except the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. They took all in battle, for it was of the Lord to harden their hearts to come against Israel in battle, that he might utterly destroy them, that they might have no favor, but that he might destroy them, as the Lord commanded Moses. Joshua came at that time and cut off the Anakim from the hill country, from Hebron, from Debir, from Anab, and from all the hill country of Judah, and from all the hill country of Israel. Joshua utterly destroyed them with their cities. There were none of the Anakim left in the land of the children of Israel. Only in Gaza, in Gath, and in Ashdod did some remain. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord spoke to Moses, 
and Joshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel, according to their divisions by their tribes. Then the land had rest from war. Father God, thank you for the lessons we can learn from Joshua and the children of Israel. Over and over, we read that Joshua did as he was commanded by you through Moses. And we understand not only the importance of following your word, but of seeking your counsel and not going by our own judgment. And we see that when we walk in your paths, the enemy doesn't stand a chance against us because you go before us and fight our battles. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness and for your covenant of protection over us. Amen. Did you know we're on Facebook? You can join our community and share your thoughts there about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. The desert wanderings are over, and we are in the book of Joshua. Pretty exciting stuff. If you know someone who would enjoy reading the Bible with us, why not invite them to listen? It would mean a lot to me if you could also take just a moment to rate and review this podcast. Thank you for joining me, and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.